We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and a dark talk of looming conflict. Senator Rand Paul was allegedly assaulted at We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also worries that civil war could be on the way back. There are fears a rapidly spreading virus has Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you in an Iran? Christmas Island drywall declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. start today with a little bit of a Twitter update, see what we've missed out on the last couple days. I have been semi-MIA, and I am sorry for that. Also, you will hopefully in this upload see the new intro. It's, I don't know, I'm deciding whether or not it'll be the intro for now or for at least this time being. I want to change it up every year. <laughs> um, and this just contains various things we've talked about in this podcast. It's not so much based on this season, if you're listening to it on the podcast platform, or this uh, year, if you're li- watching it on like a YouTube or a Rumble. Uh, but that being said, let's uh, let's see what's going on with the ongoing beef between Elon Musk, Twitter, and Bill Gates. Because Bill Gates came out and, as we talked about in a, another upload here. We uh, we just went over it the other day too. Do right here. So Bill Gates went and started saying that COVID is like the flu. You know, maybe we overreacted. And I'm sorry, I thought that was dangerous misinformation. And Elon 
poked some fun at him, took a couple jabs, a couple pot chats at the guy. And then Bill Gates started to say, you know, we can't have people like Elon Musk allowing free speech on, on Twitter because it would allow disinformation to be spread. And we realized quickly he wasn't based yet. Yeah, sorry, this uh, headline here, uh, Bill Gates becomes based on COVID-19. He, he's not based at all. In fact, he starts pushing for a uh, for more vaccines. But we'll be talking about Bill Gates' small pox and monkey pox here in a later upload. So, <clears throat> let's get the update going, right? We over here at Newsweek, we have the ground buys up here. 25% left, 75% right. Half of Joe Biden's Twitter followers are fake, audit reveals. And I know this article is from May 17th, 2020, but the next article is much newer. I just thought, you know, since we haven't checked in on, on a little while, we might as well see what our friend Billiam Gates and Elanium Updatey up are up to. Oh, I don't know what I just said, but I don't know. My tongue did a backflip saying it. So, first, you know what? If you guys have a cup of coffee, right? we have a have a morning sip with me. Ah, oh, man, I got that. Uh, I got Folgers. Uh, the best part? No, no, I'm lying. I'm sorry. This isn't Folgers. I ran out of Folgers the other day. Um, this is actually I just cracked open a thing of Kroger brand dark roast. Got a little Italian sweet cream in here. It's pretty good. A little bit on the sweet side for me, but yeah. <sighs> Been up all night working on stuff. Uh, okay, enough ranting and raving. Half of Joe Biden's Twitter followers are fake, audit reveals by Daria Roach or Roche on the 17th, 2022. Almost half of President Joe Biden's current 22.2 million followers on Twitter are fake accounts according to an audit tool provided by software company SparkToro. SparkToro's tool found that 49.3% of accounts following the official POTUS Twitter account are fake followers based on analysis numbers of factors. Based on analysis of a number of factors, pardon me, I'm so waking up including location issues, default profile images, and new users. Okay, so they might go into Joe Biden. Uh, but the POTUS account and the Joe Biden account are separate, though I do not doubt that Joe Biden's... I bet Joe Biden's personal account has far more fake followers than the POTUS account. Tesla CEO Elon Musk who is currently trying to buy Twitter, has expressed concerns about the number of fake accounts and potential crackdowns. <clears throat> and a potential crackdown could see users such as Biden losing a huge number of followers. Musk said early on Tuesday that his $44 billion deal to purchase the social media company could not go ahead until issues with fake accounts were resolved and he appeared to criticize Twitter CEO Paraga Grawl. He's already said Prague would be on the way out when the deal is done. But yeah, he put a hold to the deal. Because he wanted to run a software test. I'll give you the full timeline. We've covered it in depth on this podcast. So I'll just give you the TLDR, alright? So, 
originally when Elon Musk was saying he wanted to buy the deal, they wouldn't let him buy the deal. Or wouldn't let him buy Twitter. They were like, you know, no, 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 tell you what, just here, you know, hop on the board. But you're going to need like 15% to make any differences here. But when you join the board, you'll only get like 14% of the, uh, the stock options. That's a limit for you. And he was like, oh, well, fuck you. I'll just buy Twitter. And he made sure that he said, oh, I'll buy Twitter for more. At the time, it was about like 50 bucks. And he said, if I buy it, I'll buy it from everybody and take it private at $54.20 uh, a share. You'll notice the 5 four twenty. Uh, Elon Musk pot jokes are ever in abundance. So, Elon start buying as much Twitter as he possibly can. He was met with some resistance, both from Twitter staff and Twitter itself, as well as some shareholders, namely a Saudi prince who did quickly sell out and uh, take back everything he said and immediately started selling out to Elon Musk. I think they were just trying to go for a, a, a higher bid from Elon, which failed. Because he was already bidding them more than they were worth, and Twitter had been on a on a fast decline of popularity towards the end of the 2020 elections, and rapidly on the downward spiral since you know permanently banning Trump. Which again, Elon has said that that was a mistake, and he will bring Trump back onto the platform. Trump has said, "I will not use Twitter again," which is bullshit. Because Trump's going to want to go where the people are, right? He's not going to want to sit on the sidelines on True Social and be like. My platform is so great. Yes, it is. It's doing numbers, folks. It's huge. It's more like my, it's more like my Ben Shapiro collides with Trump than it is actual the dance day. But <clears throat> Trump will be on on Twitter again, hands down. And Twitter might be more popular, mainstream speaking, than True Social will be. And I'm curious if how long True Social lasts. I hope. Don't get me wrong. I, I still have some stakes in the company. I hope it does good. It's been a little bit on the incline lately. Um, <clears throat> Twitter, uh, my Twitter stock's been on the decline lately, and uh, I'm curious to see what's going on with this deal. But let me finish the uh, catch you up. Sorry about that. I got sidetracked. Caffeine's starting to uh, kick in for me. Anyway. So Elon eventually gets the deal signed up, and they start doing the processing thing. Meanwhile, in the day that it was confirmed that Elon Musk, the proceedings for Elon Musk to take over full control of Twitter will begin. A group of about a hundred and something rogue employees tried to shut down Twitter from the inside, like killed it. You know, they, they tried to like shut it down. It went down for a brief minute of time, and then restrictions were put in. These people were barred and fired, I imagine. Couldn't find anything that confirmed if they were fired or not, which is kind of weird. But um, they had to, you know, lock down the, the system because a bunch of rogue employees tried to shut down Twitter from the inside. And then Twitter was like, no, we don't want Elon to buy this, you know, you know, we, we, we can't let this happen. And then when he found out, like, hey, you know, I want to report on how many, you know, of these accounts are fake accounts. Because within the first week, we saw, you know, millions of people, millions of accounts just poof, vanish off of Twitter. Or go down to zero followers and zero following instantaneously. And Elon was like, all right, well, this is clear signs of bot activity. I want to know how many you got. And then Twitter was like, well, our estimates say less than 5% of our system's bots. He was like, cool, cool. Uh, I couldn't but notice that this report is from last quarter, not this quarter. You know, I, I uh, like those numbers. Twitter kind of panicked. And then he was like, fine, I'll run my own independent audit. And on his own account alone, they found over 50% of his followers were fake. So he was like, all right, well, that's more than 100 
and he said he was just tw testing out a random hundred accounts, including his own, for bots. And that's how Twitter handles the testing themselves. And then Twitter was like, oh, well, you just violated our, our confidentiality agreement on the purchasing order. So now you have to buy it now, no matter what. At this price, you agree to, you have to buy now. And it seems very weird that Twitter had the back and forth, but I think Twitter's realizing that the jig's up and the higher-ups are trying to find a way to get out as fast as possible now. Because when you go, because Elon's going to go to the SEC on this, and the SEC is going to be like, right, well, you gave this estimation of what Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter at was based on fake numbers provided to him by Twitter. And you're going to see him, you know, argue that he needs to be able to, he should be able to negotiate for a lesser deal. And Twitter doesn't want that because if, you know, Elon succeeds, he's going to end up walking away with Twitter for a cheap sum of money. I'm probably going to get screwed out of some stock, but oh well. At least I get a cool piece of paper saying Elon bought Twitter from me. Maybe Elon Musk will still be willing to pay the $54.22 a share, or $20.20 a share. I don't think he will. But, you know, that's speculation for the most part. Now that you have the timeline, let's get back into the article. And one last thing, I will also be bringing over a lot of older episodes from the podcast, because I only started taking YouTube seriously as a, as a platform for the show relatively recently, only during the convoy. I didn't take YouTube very seriously, and that's why if you look at the Rumble, I have more active followers over on Rumble, and the podcast gets more interactions than the channel does, but that's alright, you know, we're growing here. And I just didn't want anybody to be confused when you know, old episodes go up and there's no, like, background like this of me reading on an article. It's just, like, an Inside Four Walls logo and an intro. But that being said, you know, just want to give you guys those updates when you're like, why is he reading articles from 2020? Why are these articles from 2019? Why do you have 2021 articles going up? It's just because I feel like they're interesting and so relevant, so I have them going up. But let's go. Tesla CEO, who is currently trying to buy Twitter, has expressed concerns about the number of fake accounts and a potential crackdown could see users such as Biden lose huge numbers of followers. Yeah, like Katy Perry lost 200,000 in 24 hours and then Tucker Carlson got like 500,000 followers overnight. Stephen Crowder and a bunch of other conservatives saw the same thing. Meanwhile, like Obama saw half a million followers vanish from his following overnight. A lot of like the larger accounts, like people that were in the top 10 most followed accounts are now in like the bottom 20. It's kind of insane. Early on Tuesday, that is $44 billion deal to purchase a social media company could not go ahead until issues with fake accounts were resolved. And he appeared to criticize Twitter CEO Parag Agrawal. Musk, the world's richest man, claimed that 20% of the Twitter accounts were fake slash spam accounts, that's a quote by the way, and that figure was quote, four times what Twitter claims could be, and could be much higher, quote, <clears throat> my offer is based on Twitter's SEC filings being accurate, Musk wrote, quote, yesterday Twitter CEO publicly refused to show proof of a more than 5% this deal cannot move forward until he does it, end quote. It is not clear how Musk arrived at the 20% figure. He and Agrawal exchanged a series of tweets about the issue of fake accounts Monday, quote, We suspend over half a million spam accounts every day, usually before any of you even seem even see them on Twitter. Lock millions of accounts each week that we suspect may be spam. If... They can't pass human verification challenges like CAPTCHAs, phone verification, etc. Parag or Agrawal wrote. 
The Twitter CEO also said the company has estimated, quote, every quarter, end quote, that less than 5% of monetizable daily active users, or MDUA, monetizable daily users, if you didn't guess, were spam accounts. Musk initially responded to a gross 13-tweet thread with a poop emoji. <laughs> because he smells that bullshit, that funny bullshit from a mile away, and later wrote, quote, so how do advertisers know what they're getting for their money? This is a f this is fundamental to the financial health of Twitter. End quote. There has been speculation that Musk may be using a fake using the fake accounts issue to negotiate a better deal with Twitter. Twitter's stock price is now thirty six point eight thirty six dollars and eighty cents per share, significantly less than the fifty four dollars and twenty cent per share that musk has offered spark toro defines fake Ooh, give me one second here Ooh. spark toro defines fake followers as quote accounts that are unreachable and will not see the account's tweets either because they are spam bots propaganda etc or because they're no longer active on twitter the software, the software company's tool also found that Biden's account has more than, has more fake followers than most. Musk's account has more than 93.3 million followers, and SparkToro's tool found that 70.2% of those accounts are fake. Musk announced on Twitter on Friday, that the deal to buy the company was, quote, temporarily on hold pending detail support and calculations that the spam fake accounts do indeed represent less than 5% of the users, end quote. Twitter has been reporting that 5% estimate since 2019, and it has been mentioned in the company's last 11 quarterly reports. What this means here is if it's confirmed that that's fake, Twitter, uh, Jack Dorsey, uh, Twitter itself, Parag, and just about anybody else who knew could be on the hook for various, various advertiser fraud and monetizer and like monetization charges, well, faking, you know, numbers to boost monetization charges. <laughs> I'm not a lawyer, I'm not exactly sure what those charges would be, but they would be on the line for them. Uh, I'm sure a more legally person such as uh, Robert Barnes or Viva Fry could probably break it down if you watch Legal Eagle and you're watching a joke. <clears throat> Musk's decision to put the deal on hold knocked 15% of Twitter's share price in pre-market trading on Friday. Newsweek has asked the White House and Twitter for comment. And they haven't... Oh, I want this hat. Make America stoned again. I, I would rock that hat. But, yeah. And now we have one more. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking you could easily say a new study shows that half of Joe Biden's followers are real. I would put a that'd be a good argument against the whole fraud narrative. I mean, that's a few, that's a couple dozen million people actively following the president still. But again, this is specifically on the POTUS Twitter, not Joe Biden's personal Twitter. But I'm sure his personal Twitter is full of fake accounts. Well, here is from Newsweek by Daria Roche or da Dario Roche, Roche. Sorry, half of Joe Biden's Twitter followers are fake. Audit reveals. This article, as well as all the other articles and linked to my own social media, will be in the description below. We now move on to Breitbart for our next article. Now, this is the article that recently started with the most shit on Twitter and got Breitbart trending. Interesting talking about the Twitter trending because 
the next article we had to talk about today will be relatively related to that. Hopefully I can get it up. I, I know I've been failing on the YouTube side of things to get content uploaded. Um, and I'll, I'll work on that. I am sorry. But this got Breitbart trending. Now Breitbart is an interesting news source. Andrew Breitbart is was a wonderful journalist. He's an inspiration right up there with like Anthony Bourdain. Now, trust me, there are things to criticize Anthony Bourdain about. Um, but he's a he's he's a good symbol of of, of actual hard hitting journalists. And he was another one of those mysterious death situations related to like. Uh, exposing the corruption of certain political elites in this country. But, uh, some people feel like Breitbart died with the man himself. Some people feel like Breitbart is incredible. Some people really, really, really love Breitbart. I couldn't tell you one way or another. They are an absolutely right news source. But, they were the ones that broke this story. So, we're going to be using them today. Breitbart shared out this article. And he... And Elon Musk had replied with a simple sigh as a tweet. Just the word sigh. Now, Elon Musk and Bill Gates have been going on for a while. Uh, it had come to light that Bill Gates had a short stock position in Tesla. Now, for those of you who don't know or those of you who've been listening to the podcast since, you know, beginning of... Fuck, beginning of 2021. Jesus, beginning of 2021, when we were covering the GME uh, AMC stock debacle, where a bunch of rogue mad lads on the financial market, including yours truly, went out and were buying GameStop and GameStop stock and AMC. We caused couple hedge funds to go out of business and shut down now a short selling is when you bid against a company you buy a bunch of stock and you anticipate it you know you anticipate it you know crashing and you do some manipulation in market buying wise to crash it that's what a lot of uh, people are doing with amc and gamestop or gme now Bill Gates is using his money to bet against Tesla, to bet that Tesla will fail and go down, and Elon Musk had posted about it, and Bill Gates was like, that's not true, but the conversation around it was Bill Gates had reached out to Elon and said, hey, you know, I'm doing something later on, you know, I got this charity going on, I'd love to have you in on it, and Elon had publicly tweeted out that, no, I do not trust you, you are actively working against my company. And I am doing the most for the environment and climate change. Now, I'm not exactly sold on the, uh, on the current climate change. It's happening. The climate is changing. I'm not bought on it the same way Elon apparently is. It's real. I'm just not, you know, I'm not smart enough to exactly tell you where the BS is, that's why I don't talk about it too much, but I do have some stories uh, that I could be talking about potentially on climate change in the next coming days, uh, it's not really a topic I'm, I'm, I'm too confident talking about though, just because, you know, it's not my expertise. Now, and then Elon Musk tweeted out a picture of 
the pregnant emoji in Bill Gates uh, right here, as you can see. Elon Musk tweeted out this meme, and the two have been going back and forth for a while. Now, it's some interesting things have come to light about what Elon, what Bill Gates has been doing behind the scenes that leads a lot of credence to why we should all universally dislike Bill fucking Gates. Now, what has William Gates been doing? Over here at Breitbart with a breaking story, exclusive Bill Gates poured millions into dark money and attacking... Oh, sorry. Exclusive Bill Gates poured millions into dark money fund attacking Elon Musk. Oy vey. Research exclusively shared with Breitbart News identifies hundreds of millions of dollars following or flowing from Bill Gates Foundation to 11 of the 26 organizations that signed an open letter last month urging Twitter to Twitter advisors to boycott the company if Elon Musk restores free speech on the platform. Now, what's interesting is we have the battle of the billionaires here, don't we? Bill Gates was the richest billionaire in his, was like the world's richest man, the most billionaire of the billionaire class in his time, and now Elon Musk is the richest man of his time. And, you know, following the divorce from Melinda Gates and the re revelations of the whole, you know, close, multiple dinner slash multi-year, multi-decade intimate relationship with Elon Musk, or sorry, with Bill Gates and Epstein. Don't know why I said Elon Musk again. This coffee is just now starting to kick into my system. Please forgive me. Again, let's all, let's all just do a sip, all right? It's the morning. Birds are singing. I got, uh, hopefully I got some nice music in the background of this episode. <sighs> Breathing in that good-ass Prada. Mmm, Prana. Mmm. Let's have a big old sip of coffee. <sighs> it's so good. It's so good. Drink from a Speedway cup. One of the refillable plastic ones. It's so nice. Oh, I, I, I'm about to start having to have arguments with people about refilling it for the 99 cents a refill price just because, you know, I've washed it so many times, the, the prints are going to rub off, it's starting to look just like a normal red therm, like a thermos, almost a thermaler, combined th tumbler and thermos. <sighs> okay, let's try this again. Breitbart News reports based on research and analysis from the newly formed Foundation for Freedom Online, FFO, analyzed public filings to trace hundreds of millions of dollars in contributions from the letter signatories back to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yeah, Bill and Melinda Gates got a divorce because of his close, intimate ties with Epstein. Another thing is Bill Gates, and we had talked about this on our previous episode a while back, on this podcast, and yes, this has played, I, after I upload, I always go back and listen to the podcast after uploading just to see if I can find any issues, audio errors, take notes on myself, find out where I can improve, you know, I, I'm always trying to figure out the best way to go about doing this. But we talked about this. Uh, Bill Gates had... We had talked about it multiple times, actually, but... Now that I have a visual format to show you, I can show you better. I talked about Bill Gates warning and saying that, Well, we're going to put millions of dollars... I'm putting millions of dollars into development and research for smallpox vaccines. And the interviewer was like, Well, you know, we haven't seen a smallpox outbreak in, you know, 80, 90 years, sir. 
And quite frankly, most people believe that smallpox is eradicated. And he goes, well, it's, you know, you never know what could happen in the future or around the corner. Which is basically a quote. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but some gist of that very closely was said. But again, paraphrasing. Then a week later, a janitor cleaning up a Merck facility. Uh, <clears throat> a Merck facility was cleaning up the freezers. He went to lunch, came back, and then, you know, he was gone for about a half hour or so for lunch, came back, and he noticed a pallet had just appeared in the middle of the night. Now, the only people who were supposed to be in the facility at that hour were, you know, the regular nice staff, security guard, uh, other cleanup and janitors, stuff like that. Normal, what you would expect in a big facility, compound kind of thing. So he was like, where the fuck did this pallet come from? Who would be delivering it this late? Pulled back the drapes, and lo and behold, it was a big-ass pallet of fucking smallpox. Many hundreds, hundreds of thousands of vials with live smallpox were found. And he blew the whistle on it, and we talked about this all the way back. Jeez. Let's see. October 19th, 2021 is when we first talked about it. Right here. As you can see. And... The... There is so much sketchy shit with this weird fucker right here, Bill Gates, that we need to constantly be investigating him, asking questions, demanding answers from him. Him and Foucher are within the same league, and we need to be criticizing both of them equally hard. Because this man, why was he in the loop? And I'll leave a link to that podcast in the description of this episode. Why was he in the fucking loop? Actually, I'll upload it. Um, since I'm doing a, an upload of all these old episodes, I'll just upload that. So that will be up today. Who the fuck is telling him this stuff, right? Unless he's, you know, in bed. And it, I, I do believe to some extent that he is in line or in league with some of these corrupt government officials. Now, I'm not some Q-tard, don't get me wrong. But I do think there is a lot of, there's a lot, this is a fact here. A lot of senators and congressmen are heavily invested in pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer and whatnot, and a lot of these pharmaceutical companies have bought politicians, and a lot of bought politicians are also bought out by PACs, and all of these same super PACs have bought out these scientists, too. It's just as easy to buy a tough scientist as it is to buy a politician. Now, again, you, know, you can use your own fucking common sense to figure out that this is, you know, me doing some allegedly talking here. But... It's just weird, you know, it, it seems like there's always a new, there's always a, a new vent, uh, virus or outbreak every year, you know, from Bush, Obama, measles, smallpox, swine flu, Ebola, salmonella, COVID, the list goes fucking on and on and on and on and on and on. Every year there's a new lock, there's a new pandemic and then COVID hit. It was like they were preparing us for it this whole time. And with all the talk about COVID right now from Bill Gates and Fauci starting to make his TV rounds again, you know, and elections around the corner, I almost wonder if they're going to try and do a push for a fucking lockdown again with this whole monkeypox thing, which again, we'll be talking about later. There's a lot to hate fucking Bill Gates about, but let's get into it. In total, 11 of the 26 anti-mask organizers received funding from the Gates-backed identity... Wait, what? In total, 11 of the 26 anti-musk... I knew I misread something. Anti-Musk organizations received funding from Gates-backed entities. 
the New York Venture Fund, which in 2020 received the largest one-year commitment and the Gates Foundation had made in more than half... Whoa, okay, so it was the largest donation, largest one-year commitment that the Gates Foundation had made in more than half of a decade, which is, you know, five to six years. Wow. Funds four of the signatories. The Center for Media Justice, the Media Democracy Fund, the National Hispanic Media Coalition via the Media Democracy Fund. So these last two, the Media Fund, the Media Democracy Fund, and the His- National Hispanic Media Coalition via the Media Democracy Fund are basically the same entity. And the Accountable Tech, the Tides Foundation, also a recipient of Gates Foundation money, funds five of the signatories: Free Press, Indivisible. Uh, N-A-R-L Pro-Choice America Media Matters and Black Lives Matter Global Network and my god don't worry the I, I am well aware of what's going on with Black Lives Matter Candace Owens and the whole you know money mansion dark market shit I'm fucking aware of it I'm putting together some information on it two other signatories are tied to the Gates Foundation long story short Black Lives Matter was a fucking grifting scam. And if you supported Black Lives Matter, <laughs> my homie, you just played yourself. Two other signatories are tied to the Gates Foundation money. Empowering Pacific Islanders community funded by Gates backed community partners. Uh, reparation. A project of Gates-backed NEO philanthropy. The open letter's uh, connection to the billionaire Microsoft founder is significant as Gates is in the middle of a public feud with free speech advocate Musk. Last month, Gates revealed his 500 million short position against Elon Musk-owned Tesla, prompting Musk to call Gates a boner killer. Alongside a meme of Gates as the pregnant man emoji, Gates is also an outspoken censorship proponent, frequently calling out tech companies to do more to stop, quote, healthy misinf- health misinformation spreading online. Musk threatens to reverse Gates' strongly desired censorship policy and now faces the wrath of Gates-funded NGOs. Recently... Musk asked his 94 million followers to uncover the funding behind the 26 NGOs who signed an intimidation letter threatening to destroy the company, the company's advertising revenue if Musk reversed its censorship policies. Musk followed up his request by highlighting one particular shadowy group accountable, uh, group accountable tech uh, musing, quote, I wonder who funds them. His curiosity was prompted by a Washington Free Beacon investigation into Accountable Tech, which sought to get to the bottom of the nonprofit's financial sponsorship. The Free Beacon visit, uh, visited Accountable Tech corporate office in Washington and concluded the organization doesn't, quote, actually exist. Rather, quote, Accountable Tech was merely a, quote, registered trade for the North Fund, a shape-shifting nonprofit group that uses aliases to push an array of left-wing causes from a shell office in Washington, D.C., free of the free beacon. 
That article will be in the description of the podcast below, but we will not go into it on this episode. The free the free beacon then spoke with Kath with Caitlin Sutherland, an executive director of Watchdog Americas Watchdog Americans for public trust, who identified North Fund as receiving significant capital infusions from two further nonprofits, the sixteen thirty fund and the new venture fund, which we just talked about earlier, Sutherland Fund, that the North Fund received $19.3 million from the 1630 Fund and over $11 million from the new venture fund. Two organizations that share the address in D.C. similar to the North Fund. The groups operate under at, under a, at least 50 trade names, including, quote, uh, fix Our State, Floridians for Fair Shake, and the, quote, Voter Engagement Fund. Now, the Voter Engagement Fund that we talked about before reached out to the podcast once for, like, a free volunteer shout-out, and I said, go fuck yourself. However, the 1630 Fund and the New Venture Fund disclose their donors either leading to the dead end in the money trail, but the trail may not be so cold. What is known about the new venture fund's dark money funding is this. It is backed by hundreds of millions of dollars from the Bill Melinda Gates Foundation per FFO's analysis disclosure files for the Gates Foundation guarantee list show a whopping 102 separate cash grants to or through New Venture Fund, totaling an incredible $457 million since 2008. Jesus. Philanthropy watchdog Sludge noted that the $70 million in cash grants is it identified from the Gates Foundation to New Venture Fund in 2020 is the single largest one-year contribution the Gates Foundation has had made to any signal sig... Uh, single guarantee grantee since 2014 and it's second largest ever man my computer is getting hot i need to get some i need to figure out how to clean it out or get the fans going something's wrong with this thing i'd run the ac while i'm recording but you know it overheats the the it's just so loud in the background anyway that figure may even maybe even higher Influence Watch reports $126 million in 2020, while FFO uh, corroborated at least $85 million that year from public records per FFO. Gates funding dropped all the way down to $11 million for 2021 after the 2020 election cycle ended. The sharp pullback in funding after the 2020 election makes sense, given the political nature of the new venture fund's work. It is the parent organization for what has been described as one of the largest pro-Democrat dark money groups in America. That'll be in the link in the description below as well. The 1630 Fund, which which happens to be another mega donor to anti-Musk signatory Accountable Tech via Sludge. 1630 Fund was a major player in the 2018 midterm elections, but played an even more significant role in the 2020 cycle, spending roughly $60 million, funding the most prominent pro-Joe Biden super PACs, including 
seven-figure donations to Future Forward USA Jesus, a league of con of concern of conservation voters. That makes me laugh. Action Fund, Take Back 2020, Priorities USA, Unite the Country, American Bridge, America's Progressive Promise, uh, Pacronym, and other groups that spent hundreds of millions of dollars combined on anti-Trump pro-Biden ads, the Republican-led anti-Trump group, the Lincoln Project, bunch of fucking pedophiles, project received 300,000 from 1630 Fund in 2020. That's not very much. The non well, that's not very much in this realm. The nonprofit of... Of... Of Arabella. Sorry. I'm an Arctic Monkeys fan. Of Arabella's network spend millions funding other political organizations and dark money groups, such as America Votes Center and Center for Popular Democracy. But they also spend millions of dollars annually on lobbying the U.S. government. That means Gates' biggest one-year act of, quote, charity, end quote, in more than half a decade while running the world's largest, quote, philanthropy network, was functionally a pass-through payoff to surrogates of the Joe Biden 2020 presidential election campaign. So much for ending AIDS, world hunger, and disease. By the numbers, the Gates Foundation's top priority seems to be electing Democrats. Musk recently announced he'll be voting Republican for the first time in 2020. He actually recently doubled down on that twice, calling Democrats the party of division, hatred, and bigotry. On the top... <laughs> Sorry. On top of his stated intention to reverse a half-decade of creeping censorship on Twitter that puts him square in path of Gates' filith uh, philanthropic freight train of paid political proxies. Bill Gates is funding a veritable NGO army, a variable, sorry, NGO army. And it is zeroing, zeroing in on Musk. Breitbart News requested comment from Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and other organizations mentioned in this article, but has not received a response. And that is the end of this article from Breitbart. This article is titled, Exclusive, Bill Gates Poured Millions into Dark Money Fund Attacking Elon Musk. Article by Alum Bakari, the 23rd of May, 2022. 20, the 23rd of May, 2022. My apologies. Yeah, um, the hit pieces have been coming out hard. Now we find out there's a documentary in the works about Elon Musk that's going to be bashing him. There's recent sexual allegations about him that we'll be going into later when I can dedicate more time to them specifically. I'm already extremely skeptical of the story. And, you know, with what's going on with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and Elon Musk and uh, Will Smith and... Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, the whole Believe All Women and Me Too movement is, is on its fucking death knell right now. As more and more of these grifters are being exposed left, right, and center. But that being said, uh, I'm gonna finish with this coffee. I'm gonna get prepared to do the next recording. Let my computer cool down for a little while, and I shall catch you guys later. Peace.
America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer.